With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Get us on that text line as well, 0457-736-736. So there is lots and lots of text messages. I don't know, did we... Uh, do we do we go? Do we have you checked them? Do we have the winner? No, I haven't checked them. <laughs> that's me too. Is yeah, it? That, that's multitasking. multitasking that's thank you, uh, thank you. Uh, there you go. The Yeovil Truman said, "Hi Jimmy, when I think sport and multitasking, I immediately think of the decathlon." Ooh, hadn't thought of that, Yeovil Truman. And the various legends we have th- seen. I think Jim Thorpe takes the cake with gold medals in the, the decathlon and the pentathlon, an NFL Hall of Famer, and also played professional baseball and basketball. Australia's equivalent might be Reg Snowy Baker. We love Reg Snowy Baker on this program. Having represented Australia or at state level in 29 different sports, and he's the only Australian to compete in three different Olympic sports, diving, swimming, and boxing. And Yeovil Truman, what about when he used to promote fights down at the Sydney Stadium, down at Rushcutters Bay, and then he went over to Hollywood and taught actors how to ride horses? Uh, became a stuntman too. And if you want to say, oh, couldn't have happened, check out his physique as per his Wikipedia page where there's a photo of Reginald Snowy Baker with his shirt off flexing up. I know, I know. But it, extraordinary, extraordinary. I'm sure he was doing weights well before his time. Uh, good nomination, Yeovil Truman with Jim Thorpe. All right, let's get into Time for What's Training with Coach K. Uh-uh. Not Coach K. Just it is two buck chuck. Just having a look at Reg Baker and that Wikipedia page. <laughs> wow. Oh. Are you serious? Have you yeah, got look. Yeah. I'm telling look you. Look at him there. He's completely jacked. Yeah. As the kids are saying these days. Looks like it looks like we can't you know when a kangaroo flexes? Yes. You're looking at me with a very confused look. <laughs> but, but you know when they're we're being threatened, like when someone's like arcing up with them and they sort of pump out yes, the chest. Yes. That's the look that Reg is giving in that yes, photo. Very much so. Wow. That's very Australian. Very Australian. Yeah. And He's, he's shredded for a guy. You think about a guy, that's probably 1904 or something. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. it says pictured 1905. So, oh, are so you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a guess. So you see, not too far of about 2021. 20, Looks a bit like me in that photo. No, he doesn't. But, Go yeah, ahead, Chuck. Okay. <laughs> anyway, what's trending? So the first one, uh, heading over to the AFL. Don't snooze. Don't snooze. It's, mm. tra- it's trade period at the moment. There's not a whole lot going on. There's been a couple of trades. Especially the the Swannies have done well, right? Mm. Oh, okay. Just because you're uh, an ex-Collingwood. Brody Grundy was a superstar at Collingwood. Seven-year deal. Then they cut him. Then Melbourne cut him. What's going on with Brody Grundy? Uh, well, he's in Sydney now. Uh, I understand but, that. Yeah, but he's been sold to Sydney on the basis of, oh, look, we're not bringing you here for your footy. Come to the Harbour City. Have a bit of fun on the on the outside. That is that's not what, how they sold him that's on how Sydney. They, that's how and Port Adelaide. So Port Adelaide was the other one in the market. They said we want you to be the best footy player as possible. Sydney said, "Oh, mate, it's just vibes. Come to Sydney, you know." So hang Namaste. on, you're saying John Longmire and Tom Harley walked in there and went, oh, "Who cares about our football program that we spend millions of dollars on each year? Have a look at our harbour." Yes. Oh, yes, that's exactly what they sold them. Okay. Uh, but. 
We're not talking about Brody Grundy or Taylor Adams, who yes. is a trader and we won't talk about. Uh, yes. Did uh, he miss out on the grand final? He did because of uh, a hamstring injury that he picked right. up two weeks earlier. So he okay. missed the prelim against the Giants, which we won. And did he we? missed the grand final, which we won. <laughs> How many touches did you get? <laughs> I can't see you on your touch sheet. No. Okay. Uh, they're about the same as you. Oh! <laughs> uh, but what we're talking about, we really got sidetracked on a bit of verbal jousting. But uh, Clayton Oliver, he's been in the headlines a lot this trade period. He's trending again on Twitter. Has he put another tattoo on his foot? No, he has not. Right. But he was in Footscray Hospital today at a CT Ooh. scan and an X-ray. He was there for a couple of hours, uh, Tom Morris is reporting on, Did on Max Trade Gorn Radio. Did Max drive him to the hospital? Because he's living with Max, right? But, um, but Max Gorn's currently overseas oh. on, on holiday, so he's up to his lonesome. So we're not going to speculate as to what happened. You just it's did. Probably... You just did. I, I didn't In say In your anything. mind, you speculated. I could hear it. All <laughs> the other listeners could hear it too. Uh, but they're trying to. Melbourne's currently trying to ascertain all the details. The good news. Look at you. You're okay. reveling in this. I love. I love trade period. I love trade radio. I listen to it all the time uh, outside of the studio. Right. I'm adamant that the NRL needs a trade period. Uh, I'm adamant as well. I think yeah. you're right. It'd be great. It would Guess be good. what? Just more content. Well, that, well, it's more content, but it's also it's a bit more exciting. It's, um, I know that people don't like it about Americanizing. Um, Australian sport, but that's what I love about the sort of free agency trade windows. So Americanization of Australian sport as we mm. look forward to the Everest with its slot holders that has been stolen from the Pegasus over there in the <laughs> USA. Yes, yes, I agree with you. I yes. think the NRL should have three trade periods. Uh, pre, mid and post. I think you should have one at the end of a season. Yep. So notwithstanding that you've got internationals going on, but mm. you should have a trade period around there. You also should have a trade period just before the first match, so mm. at, at the end of trial games, where you go, oh, we've come up with this, we feel like we're this short, and it only has to be a week. Mm. Right? It only has to be a week. And then at the end of the third State of Origin game, another week where trades can be made. Well, I think we also with the with the rise of injuries, especially calf injuries uh, this year, I think that makes it's a no-brainer for me. Not only that, but with the rise of injuries is one point, but also for the given how limited squads are, right? So you've got 30 people in your squad. You might have... Seven injuries. We've had squads that have had ten injuries, right? You're flat out naming your twenty-one. But you have, if you have seven injuries and four of those players are from the same position, and three of those injuries are long term, you're like, geez, we're really competitive this year. But we've got a hole in outside backs. Let's just get an outside back to do a job for us for the last nine weeks. Mm. I'm, I'm completely on board with you on that one, Jimmy. Um, and lastly. Uh, this is the last bit for what's trending uh, for today. The Philadelphia Phillies, we talked about how they smashed the Braves. Yes. Now, it's been a bit of verbal jousting. That's my word of the day, my phrase of the day, verbal jousting. It between is. Atlanta's Orlando Arcia and Philadelphia Phillies star, who I think is second uh, in line at the best in baseball, Bryce Harper. Now, okay, first uh, is uh, Shohei show Otani. Yeah. Showtime. Uh, but Arcia, after the Braves beat the Phillies in game two, yes, uh, was filmed in the locker room uh, going, out a boy, Harper, out a boy, uh, sort of, you know, mocking him for his poor performance. Right. Uh, Bryce responds with a two uh, two home runs uh, in that game. And on the second one, stares Arcia down as he as he runs around the bases. So no love lost there in, uh, in the MLB. It's not the best way to go about it. It's the only way to go about it. Yeah, Performance I love it. on the pitch mm-hmm. when it counts. And he, uh, and he didn't have to say anything either. He just stared at him. He didn't, nice, he didn't exactly. say anything. And he just it, looked and you, at him. We saw it, didn't we? Just like when you started talking about Clayton Oliver and you speculated in your mind <laughs> and everyone heard it.
Yeah. Uh, well done. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Two buck chuck. All right, let's get to a break. After that, we're chatting racing with Nick Ashman from the Saturday set here on SEN Track. Stick around.